Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel for your free consultation for a limited time only. What would you want to tell your 15-year-old self right now on this carpet? You're talking to my 15-year-old self. There's nothing wrong with your nose. There is nothing wrong with the shade of your skin. There is nothing wrong with the way your hair grows out of your head. And there is certainly nothing wrong with your lips because there will be some people called Kardashians and they will pay $10,000 for your lips. Hang in there, 15-year-old Cheryl Lee Ralph. You're good. I was tempted not to do it because I really don't want to go here, but I keep seeing things about gender wars. And it's just interesting to me as a black woman to see so many black men that are just um, disingenuous and very negative and outright hateful towards black women. And so I saw a post yesterday on Facebook and it was a black man. He made a very interesting comment. And if anybody wants to chime in on this, I would greatly appreciate it. But he was saying that, you know, black men, these black men and these um thought these spheres of thought or however you want to put it you know um i'm not even going to drop names you even got white women doing it now and women of other races doing it now with they want to highlight and compare themselves to black women um down black women for things that they do choices their you know whatever the situation may be but he said why don't um black men ever compare themselves to men of other races as it pertains to masculinity because under white male patriarchy masculinity is not about brawn or sexual prowess because if it was then black men would probably rule but under white male patriarchy masculinity has been about protecting providing um, warfare you know finance financial warfare it's been about power and influence. And if black men compare themselves to other races, ooh. A lot of men feel like, yo, y'all really don't love us outside of what we can do for you. I'm as good as, I'm as good as my ability to keep you entertained or to keep you coming or to keep you uh, fed or to keep you, you know what I'm saying, decked out in the, in the latest fashion or the latest jewelry. But outside of that, you don't really need me, or you feel like you don't really need me. And you take every opportunity to tell me how much or how unnecessary I am. And it's not you. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid, share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna take my time with this one because this is gonna be chock full of goodness of creamy nougaty goodness <laughs> this conversation is going to be a healthy helping right right about now and um i think it's good to have i think it's good to have uh real masculinity real masculinity who has the patent and the proprietorship on real masculinity that is the question um you know, uh, if you look on the internet and like, not everyone's on the internet. The world is bigger than the internet. I get it. I get it. But, you know, in this, in this first world that we live in, in this, uh, uh Western world that we live in, um, in this modern world that we live in, um, and in this, uh, black community that we live in, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of niches and niches and nuances uh, that come into place that you have to consider. And if you want to really get a finger on the pulse um, from an intellectual perspective, from a 
communal perspective you know the internet is a very good start you know what i mean um i'm sure you know i'm sure the mailman doesn't care know or care about the issues uh that are being discussed on the internet i'm sure you know the uh the school teacher or you know the average everyday jane and joe um is not you know, that's not at the forefront of their minds. However, the issues being discussed on the Internet are what affect the everyday average Jane and Joe, because there are a lot of everyday average Jane and Joes on the Internet. You mean to tell me there's there's people with millions and hundreds of thousands to the millions of followers on the Internet and, uh, um, you know, by the, just the law of large numbers, the average Jane and Joe isn't on the Internet. So we still we do have to take some sort of real consideration and, and have a respect for the brevity of these topics. You know what I mean? Um, let me get out. I, now that I got that out the way, you know, there is a within the black community online. There is a lot of there's a gender war going on. You know what I mean? Um, a, a gender war of thought going on right now. If you go on any platform, uh, YouTube, Clubhouse. It's very easy and it's very marketable to find topics uh, slandering black men and to find topics slandering black women. Um, you know, you'll find you'll hear you'll see buzzwords uh, about the modern woman and buzzwords about um, ninjas. <laughs> you know, um, you see these buzzwords a lot and it's like, what's happening you know what I mean? What's, what's happening? And I think um, I say it all the time. You know, the consciousness is elevating. I say this all the time. The consciousness is elevating. The knowledge, the knowledge cat has been uh, is out the bag. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, we done we, we done pulled we done lifted the wool off of um, a lot of eyes, you know. And so these conversations are, are going to come about and they're going to be very passionate and they're going to be highly emotional. Um, because that's what, um, because that is the first step to forgiveness, which is knowledge. Um, it's, it's, it's knowledge. Then it's, uh, uh, the first steps to forgiveness, forgiveness, knowledge, um, acceptance. And then, um, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But yes, the first step to forgiveness is knowledge. You have to become, you have to gain knowledge on your situation. Um, and there's a and so so this this young lady posted this video that kind of sparked me wanting to have this conversation um where she talked about a lot of hateful disingenuous there are a lot of hateful disingenuous black men online towards black women and i see it i see it i don't i don't i refuse i won't say refuse but i kind of i'm kind of averse to reading through comments because i know a lot of it is a lot of babble a lot of it is you know, a lot of trolls. It, it's, it's once again disingenuous. It's a lot of trolling and bullying. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to get into to get lost in the comment rabbit hole or the comment black hole is is very detrimental to your mental health. <laughs> because you know, people from a distance seeing two people arguing can't tell who's the the wise one or who's the fool. You know what I mean? Um, and and uh, yeah, yes. But I know it's out there. I hear people talking about the comments all the time. I'm getting comments about this and these black men coming at me this way and that way. And they're telling they're they're uh, uh, shaming me and and um, slandering me and, and, and making me feel guilty about this, about being this way and having this opinion. Da, 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 da. I hear it. I hear about it. I'm not even like and sometimes I watch these videos and I look at the chats the live chats, you know what I'm saying? And, um, there's times I've been on clubhouse and I, I've, um, this, the, the women have kind of gone tit for tat with it and they're kind of clapping back on clubhouse. I, I never forget. I never, I was purely disgusted, vehemently disgusted when, um, I was in a chat, I was in a chat room with predominantly women in and I was just, you know, I just wanted to drop my little two cents. I'm thinking I'm on the humble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have no dog in any fight. And I'm, you know, let me let me just let me just uh uh give my opinion, give my 
drop my voice and and then they muted me and it was like and and then one of the young ladies was like don't speak don't speak anyway blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like whoa whoa like yo i come in peace bro like you know what i mean but i guess these women have been so you know traumatized by the the chitter chatterers on the internet and you know these black men in their mama's basements you know what I'm saying? Uh, on their phones because they can't afford laptops. <laughs> Much less a whole desktop PC. You know, uh, um, you know, uh, slandering these women. They, they're so they're so uh, scarred by it that you know this is the this is their way of protecting themselves emotionally. You know, um, and I was I was thoroughly discouraged. I never. I never had, you know, I just wanted to spectate on Clubhouse from there on. I never wanted to participate in any of the foolery. Um, because I, because when you, you sit there and listen to these conversations and it's, it's like listening to two kids argue with, with, with two, you ever see two kids argue and there's no adult, no adults around or there's no adults intervening in the argument. It's just, it, it just goes round and round about, you started it. No, you didn't. That's what it sounds like. So it's, it's very, very counterproductive and counterintuitive to get involved into the minutia of these arguments. Um, but, you know, uh, she, she mentioned about how there are men in uh, spheres of thought that highlight and compare. This was the key to me. This is where what kind of um, was significant to me. They highlight and compare other women to, to black women. And how and, you know, highlight how, you know, other women have this have this quality better than black women. Other women have this character. Other races of women have this characteristic better than black women. And, and when I when I'm when they say black women, that they're, they're really hearkening towards black women in America, because I'm I'm I can guarantee you <laughs> top dollar without the shadow of a doubt that, you know, um, Caribbean black women and, and continental African black women don't have these issues. Um, I, I can, I can attest to that personally. Um, but, but yeah, they compare other, other ethnicities and other races of women to black women, but flip that coin and, um, how, what is the scarcity of how black men compare themselves to other races? The black, the same black men that are comparing the other black women that are comparing other races and ethnicities of women to black women, why are they not comparing themselves to um, other races of men? Mm. This is what sparked it. This is what made me want to talk about this. I was like, wow, wow. Um, hold on. And and, um, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's true. You think about it like... When you listen, when you hit, when you have, when you listen to discussions about, you know, racial inequalities, white supremacy, and and, um, and things of the sort, um, it's always um, it's always a matter of, oh, well, well, white people have this, why don't we have that? White children get this, um, why don't we get? Why don't our children get that? Um, they have this in their community, why doesn't our community have that? You'll hear a lot of that kind of tit for tat, um, but. Let's break it down into masculinity. Let me keep let me keep going over my talking points. Um, and she she mentions how uh, masculinity um, ma- in uh, in other uh, races and other ethnicities, masculinity isn't about brawn or sexual prowess. And I was like, wow, wow, yeah, yeah. I never I never pinpointed that or highlighted. I never saw that pinpointed or highlighted. Yes, it's not about well, I, I do believe... Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. I do believe that is a facet of masculinity. You know what I mean? When you think of masculinity on the surface level, you do think of brawn and sexual prowess. There is an element of manhood that desires to please a woman sexually. Let, let's, let's keep that a thousand and some change. You know what I'm saying? Um, why are guys in the gym by the truckloads? You know what I'm saying? Especially young, virile men. Why are they always in the gym? You know what I'm saying? Like, they spend hours and hours in the gym. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm at a point now, I used to, I've been in the gym. I've spent so much of my youth um, and adulthood in the gym. 
Like, I'm just like, okay, how can I get this workout over with so I can get back to my video games? Like, I'm just over it at this point. <laughs> I just want to get back on my video games, please. Like, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, but, yeah, bro, there is a brawn and masculinity is a facet. It's a surface level. That That's very surface level. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say, or you could say cosmetic uh, or... Um, which I don't know, shallow. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. It's a very shallow uh, facet of masculinity. Um, but under white male patriarchy and key buzzword patriarchy, um, and it's it's funny, you know, um, the the buzzword patriarchy is has like a derogatory connotation in, in this feminist day and age that we live in. This feminist Me Too day and age we live in. Uh, the 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 quote unquote gynocracy, <laughs> patriarchy is an evil word. It's it's an evil cloud, evil dark cloud over the village. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> like I, patriarchy is 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 an objective term. It just is what it is. It's, you know, if it's a male led, fatherly led. Uh, I don't, I don't know the, the the precise definition, but you get what you get the idea. It's just a word. It's just a name. Like how does it have a, der, a derogatory? connotation all of a sudden but under she says that she she quoted that under and I'm, I'm quoting a quote she quoted that under white male patriarchy protecting providing uh warfare tactics financial management and power and influence um not verbatim but power and influence uh financial management and power and influence are the cores of finance of masculinity I, you know, it's uh, now these things have always been at my core. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For me personally, but um, I never looked at it as being a core of masculinity. Um, I always I've said for the longest, a lot of the qualities and, and characteristics that make a man tend to make a woman also, you know, um, honor, integrity, respect, uh, dignity, all of these like these core virtues and values that make a man they also make a woman but when so when i think of these um protecting and providing okay i've always known yes that's that's part of masculinity period point blank hands down i think that's pretty much generic across the board i think every real man knows this but then again how many black men are real men Ooh, it's just a question it's just a question it it it, it, it deserves an answer it deserves an answer. I think, um, you know, you can walk into many courthouses and tell, you know, uh, especially child support court. You can walk into child support court and tell who the men are versus, you know, the man boys or the boy men. You know what I'm saying? Um, I saw it firsthand uh, this week, you know, <laughs> like... I seen a guy get up on the stand on in child. I was in child support court, and I seen a guy get up on the stand and just just irresponsible all across the board. I'm not gonna put his business out there, even though you know no one knows or cares. But still, you know, like he just had like he just had no upbringing about him. You could tell like he he just carried himself like he was raised up from under a bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know, the, these these boy men are simply products of their environment. They're products of of society and, you know, socioeconomic classism and, and you know, all of these structures and, and systems that are in place that um, kind of people slip through the cracks and fall to the wayside. And we have to sweep them up into our court systems and prison systems. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um let me not digress. Uh, and so, 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 yeah. When you talk about patriarchy and mass and the uh, ideals of masculinity, you know, uh, um, financial management. I didn't. I never looked at that being a core of masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I do believe that it's. I, I do believe that every man should be should have healthy financial management skills. And I always and I've said it for decades that um, managing money is managing your heart. You know, um, a lot of the financial decisions I've made, um, whether should I buy this outfit or, you know, invest this money, uh, um, 
you know, or what kind of car should I get? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I can afford it. Yes, I can buy it, but can I afford it? You know, a lot of these decisions that I made were decisions from the heart. At at my core, at my in the in in the deepest part of my heart, what did what did I really desire? You know what I'm saying? And what was at the forefront of my mind when I made this decision? You know what I'm saying? Um so that was very significant. That was very significant to me. And um and you know, I don't you know, and when you look at when you look at most women's lives, you know what I'm saying? And not just not just black women, you know, just women, period. Like <laughs> what woman is a good financial manager? <laughs> when you talk about managing money, um, equating to the management of your heart and your true uh, desire thoughts and des- your deepest thoughts and desires, you know, you look at a woman spending like I always say. And this is another thing I've always said for decades. Um if you you can look at a person you can look at a person's spending and and learn everything you need to know about them you could look at their expense sheet and learn everything you need to know about them you 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 can you learn where their desires are what's at, what where their thoughts are um what their plans are for the future um you know a lot of women don't really plan for the future they plan for the future maybe in as in this year. That's why you hear a lot of women always talking about new year, new me. Oh, it's 2023. We do we on this for the rest of the year, blah 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 blah. They don't necessarily have that it's not um in their uh nature per se to look, you know, 5, 10 years down the road. But I've been on dates and I've spoken to women who have who've asked me where do you see yourself in the future? Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I have, I've had women ask me that because that's what they look for in a man. Ooh, bars. So it's not it's not in a woman's inclination to think that to think about their future, to think that deeply into their future or to have any the, the kind of management skills. That's why women are not designed to be leaders. I've had women tell me personally that they were that that they do not prefer a woman president. Ooh, come on. Like, like let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So it's not in a woman's nature to to have leadership skills. It's not in a woman's nature to have management skills. You know what I'm saying? It's in a woman's nature to be to play a supportive role to the man, to her man. You know what I'm saying? That's why when you see a lot of these women talking about they want to get out there and get it and, and you know. It, my dick gets chubby and soft. <laughs> like it's like it's like, sweetie, like you trying to be me right now. Like like fall back. Like like sit down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but a pa- but you know, unfortunately, these women don't have a man to go home to. You know what I'm saying? So they got to do it for themselves. So then naturally, they're gonna have to play that role. I get it. But uh, um, but when you talk about financial management, that's a very very hefty deep conversation like like just just that point alone that talking point alone how long have i been drilling that down (laughs) you know what i'm saying so financial management being a masculine and then if you think about it look at the financial management industry it's pretty much a lot of these stem industries and financial industry like ooh, like when i was when i when i was in college um the the three most difficult uh, the three most difficult majors were, um, of course, uh, physics, astro, anything, anything dealing with physics. The three, three most difficult majors were physics, uh, fi- finance, and um, engineering. Those were the three most difficult majors. And if you want to be specific, astrophysics, um, um, and, and not just business, but finance, and then um, mechanical engineering. Those were the three most difficult majors in my college, in my university. And... And, you know, uh, I think the population, the student population was majority female, but most of the women were in liberal arts. (laughs) If if the women were in business majors, they definitely weren't in finance. A lot of them were just in uh, just straight up business majors. Um, Very uh, there were I think accounting was like half and half. But when nobody messing with finance, when no females messing with finance, (laughs) that's too many Greek letters in the equation for them to be (laughs) for them to be tussling with um yeah you know uh, yeah most of these majors were um, male and of course engineering whoop male all day long it was probably like 
two or three chicks in the class. I think if I think in the engineering, most of the females got into like computer engineering and tech, but not that hardcore engineering. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where you're like designing shit. You know, you know what I mean. Um, and so, so when you think of when you think of you know uh, these kind of high functioning, high processing um, disciplines. You know, these are more. That's a more masculine thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, it's in a, it's in a man's nature to want to build and create, and even destroy. Talking about destroying warfare. War. Um, she mentioned in the video in the clip that warfare was an was an aspect of masculinity. Um, you know, women women were never ever, and even even they did a movie, the Woman King movie, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Never ever have women been known to be great warriors. Um, there were, I think, the Coyote Warriors. I, I, I maybe I may have it all the way wrong, but there were like female warriors in some part of Asia. I mean, either uh, China or Japan. I don't know. But you know, it, it's it's always been astonishing that there were women warriors. Like, wow, she's a woman and she she's a warrior. Like, whoa, like. Roar, hear me roar, roar, I'm a woman and I fight. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's always been fascinating, but they were never revered and and you know um and uh, um given accolade as you know uh, fierce warriors. It's just always been fascinating that there were women warriors. So, you know, warfare and warfare tactics and strategy, these are all masculine traits. I say all of that to, to now question. Is this, is this, uh, are these qualities, um, I, let me, let me repeat, pr protecting and providing warfare, financial management, power and influence, are these upholded in the black community? Now, when you, when you look at the, his, historically, you know, the way strong black men have been chopped down and it's been, uh, uh culturalized or normalized for, to chop down strong black men you know what i'm saying that we do it ourselves now you know what i mean i think it's i think it's it's fairly disgusting the way we've made a spectacle of cutting down r kelly and and bill cosby are they guilty yes but making a mockery and, and you know just tarring and feather feathering them in the town square i don't think that's necessary you know what i'm saying let them do their time they're they're serving their just they're they're, they're serving their justice to society you know what i'm saying uh, well or bill cosby i guess they fumble they fumble that one because <laughs> he's free now but you know uh, um you know r kelly is serving his justice to society and i don't think we need to make any more of a spectacle a mockery of it anymore like he's he you know uh you know it is what it is um but the, the you know the black male the the male black men and the uh, the black community has been um, under very much a matriarchy. You know we talk about Big Mama all the time, but we don't really talk about Big Big Daddy. <laughs> no one says Big Daddy. I, like even to this day, like my son, he has a, like he has a complex with calling me Daddy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he's, he's, I think, is he 19 or 20 right now? Like, they get grown, you start forgetting. <laughs> but he's grown now. You know what I'm saying? But, like, he vehemently refuses to call me daddy at, at any point. He calls me pops. That's about it. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ain't no big daddy. Ain't no, uh, what we say, papa, right? Like, like. <laughs> Like these things, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not far too common. You know what I'm saying? Or um, grandpa don't always get the respect that grandma get. Dad doesn't always get the in a two parent household. Dad don't always get the respect that grand that moms gets, or the reverence when the kids get grown and they get old. They want to put, you know, like. So, so you know, our community is very much a matriarchy, and then of course, you know, with 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 the predominance of single mother homes, and I spe specify single mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can dad get the respect that he deserves? How can you know all the times where he had to put in overtime so he can catch up on his child support? You know, the the stories that go unheard of, you know, men you know sacrificing for their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Um, so, so yeah. You know, um, we're, we're, I'm waiting for my, whatchamacallit. 
Um, so, so you know, with, with the black community being up under a, um, up under such a patriarchy, um, it's it's no surprise that you know we would on we would. Uh, push to the surface the shallow characteristics and qualities brawn and sexual prowess you know what I'm saying simply because that's what because it's so surface that's what the women go for that's what the women think that they want and need you know what I'm saying um, the white community is up under a patriarchy so even though the women want and you know that the women focus on the brawn and the sexual prowess they know that in the long run they're gonna want the financial management, the protecting and the providing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's commonplace. That's like, that's surface in their culture. So when they, and, and, and that affects their decision-making when they date. You know what I'm saying? I I've, I can't tell you, like, I date nothing but black women. I love, I love chocolate. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Anyway, um, I love black women. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I date. And I can't tell you the hurdle I have because I don't like to I'm not here to suave you and smooth you out of your out of your shoes or whatever I'm straight and direct to the point I, I don't really have time to be uh, I'm trying to you know going through long text threads and five four or five hour phone conversations trying to get to know you I ain't got time for that you know what I'm saying I got I got I got people I need to take care of I got things I need to do and I got money I need to make you know what I'm saying and and I want and I want to have a hobby I want to have a life so sitting there trying to spit game to you and woo you off your feet, I ain't got time for that. So I lose a lot of women. I, I lose a lot of the black women I date that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I'm not quote unquote exciting. You know what I mean? Because we're under a matriarchy, those, those you know, core characteristics and qualities, protecting and providing financial management, strategy, power and influence, those things are not at the surface of our community. And anytime it's been brought to the surface, that man has been assassinated and gunned down. You know what I'm saying? Or locked in jail. Some way, somehow, they find a way to make some sort of accusation, a criminal accusation on our black men. You know what I'm saying? But so, um, so yeah, the women want, they, they on the surface, on the shallow end, they want the brawn and the sexual prowess. But in the long run, they want the financial management and the protecting and the providing and the power and the influence. And in the other in other ethnicities and other races of women in those communities, they know this. And it's at it's at the forefront and it's at the surface of their communities. And that's what the women value. So I think it's a chicken or the egg to say, well, okay, if the women value this, then the men will shoot for that. If the women value financial management and protecting and provide and i think that's what that's where the paradigm is shifting right now and that's where the that's what this gender war is all about this gender war is necessary for the paradigm to shift the women the women are lear, are, are learning to value and put to the surface more financial management and power and influence and protecting and providing and war war strategies and just just in 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 essence strategy and, and and tactics you the women are valuing that in men to the surface that's why you have quote unquote the divestors who who like you know they they call white men zaddy with a z <laughs> um because they're realizing that value they're realizing what they've been missing from black men for so long and that's why they're downing black men and uplifting white men. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, and so the women are waking up and then the men are realizing, hey, we're more than just, you know, for so long you've relegated us to just thugs and ballers, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Um, you've relegated us to just thugs and ballers when we're more than that. We have financial management. We have protecting and providing there are some of us some of us hello hello there are some of us that that do protect and provide and the word um all or most and some these are these words are like open-ended words <laughs> math they're, they're like uh qualitative words they're not quantitative you can't bring it down to a specific number so when i say all most or some like you could throw those words out the window but there are, there are some black men who do protect and provide, who do have financial management skills, and who do have uh, um, power and influence in their, in their um, occupational spheres. You see what I'm saying? Um, 
And they're saying, hey, you know what I'm saying? You're, you've overlooked us all these years. All these decades, you've been overlooking us for these quote-unquote thugs and drug dealers and ballers and athletes. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the, the, the 1% that every woman wants <laughs> that they'll never get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and you've been overlooking us. And this is, what the, this is the, what's at the core of the gender war. And so, so I think the black community, this is, this is a growing pain. This is a waking up process. This is the, this is the, the consciousness elevating, as I, as I like to say. Um, let me get to, let me, let me, I want to talk about this one video, video that I saw on YouTube, and I want to close after that. All right, just follow me. Follow me. Please, please follow me. Um, there is one of my favorite YouTube channels. We need to talk where this, uh, this, this doctor, he interviews, um, how he, he, he interviews black intellectuals on issues concerning the black community and they give their opinions on it, their opinions and their insights on, um, problems and solutions and so on, so on and so forth. And this one video called fresh and fit is part of the solution, uh, Kevin Samuel started this conversation, episode 101. Um, it's a very good video. A young lady, very intelligent young lady. Very, um, I like her. She she knows how to have a conversation. I like that about her. She's she ha, she has she knows how to have objective conversation without all of the emotional. And and most of the women that he brings on to his panel uh, um, are like that. They they're very um, intuitive women. Who, uh, um, who who look beyond their emotion and and learn how, and and can speak objective from an objective standpoint, and I like that. And, and that comes with intellect. That comes from being intelligent. But let me um let me not digress. Um, he says uh, that the women in this quote unquote uh, black community gender war are internalizing the criticism the criticism, um and and this is why they're not being receptive. This is this is why you get all the clapback. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, people have been so used to clapping back that, like, it's almost a reflex now. <laughs> and I, tell, I, I have to tell people all the time, like, you don't have to clap back. Just take in what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here. I'm not taking shots at you. It's okay. Um, um, he says um, that the, the young lady in the clip, she says that men need to learn how to articulate. Um, women, men naturally do not articulate as well as women. And that's, you know, that's natural. That's a caveman thing. Um, women are typically more communal. And this is where the nurturing aspect of women come, come about. You know what I'm saying? When, when uh, rearing children, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just in their nature. So we, so we can't knock it. We can just, um, it's just something that we as men need to work on. And, and I get it. Um, there's a historical context of trauma in the black community that brings nuances and certain sensitivities in the black community that other races and, 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 um, and communities don't have to, other races and ethnicities don't necessarily know about or really care about or have to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and so a lot, of, a lot of the manosphere and red pill tropes uh, typically don't apply to black men and women in the black community. You know what I mean? Because we have other things that we got to worry about. We have systemic things, systemic and systematic things that we got to get past first before we can really worry about what everybody else is worried about amongst men and women. You know what I'm saying? Like our community needs, we, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just need a broom. We need a vacuum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, before we can clean up. Um, he mentioned how a man, I, I'm paraphrasing. He mentions how a man's, uh, worth is dwindled down to his utility. Whereas a woman is given her worth by default, by default, just for having a vagina. You know what I'm saying? And this is the men's and the women's fault. You know what I'm saying? You know, on, a, on the surface level, men market themselves as what, as what, what they can do for women. I know in my dating profiles, I always talk about, I have a car, I got my own place. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing. That's one of the first things I say. I have my own car and my own place and I work. I have a job. That's the first thing I say. I, I just get that out the way because I know that's what women are looking for. And, you know, uh, um, the, the women, are you know, you look at a woman's dating profile. She'll have like 10 to 20 pictures. 
You know what I'm saying? She may be showing her full body. She may have 10 pictures of just the neck up. And those women get swiped left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know. And so, so yeah, um, the women are always showing off, you know, because that's what the men are looking for. So the women know this. So they like, all right, let me just get this out the way. Here's a full body pic. Have the, have fun with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and and so and so the, the the men for the first time in in history, the men have a microphone. You know what I'm saying? And um, they've they've been feeling objectified for so many decades, and now you finally give them the opportunity to speak. You go, you're, you're hearing 30 years, 30 to 40 years of gripes and groans that you've never heard before. So it's going to be startling and alarming to women. You know what I'm saying? Especially when women are used to being the ones complaining. So now they're looking at the men like, why you why you sound like me right now? <laughs> That's how they're looking at the men. So it's kind of like going over their heads a little bit. It's kind of going over the women's heads. And the women have a way of listening like teenagers. You know, they'll listen to you. They'll take in what you're saying and argue and clap back. But then let them sit with it for a while. Let them sit in their own thoughts. Give them some time and space and let them sit with it in their thoughts. And then it'll reg- it'll finally, finally register. And then they'll come back around like, you know what? You was right. <laughs> they may never tell you. They may never admit it. But they'll, you know, they'll they'll show you that you were right in the end. But... It's just very scolding for women right now to hear uh, to hear so many men clapping at them and bickering and complaining about them. You know what I mean? And it's always been like that. This is it's been like that since the two thousands on YouTube. I've I've been around to see it. Um, a lot of men feel objectified and they feel like the women, the black women, don't love us outside of our utility. You know what I'm saying? Um, they a lot of men feel like why is it why I got to be all about protecting and providing? Why can't what uh, what else about me do you love? Like or, or what else about me are you looking for? You know what I'm saying? Like like do you like my personality? Do you like <laughs> like what little things about me do you like? Like all you care about is is that you know I have a job and I got a I got my own car. Like like really that's all you care about? You know what I mean? And I think it's the same trope as whereas, you know, women are like, "Damn, you only want to have sex with me? Like, you don't care about my favorite movie? Like, you don't, <laughs> my favorite color? Like, what's my favorite color? You know what I mean? I think, you know, you can always flip both sides of the coin with that. Um, and yeah, I mentioned that men have been taught to sell their utility. They've been taught to, they've been taught to market themselves based on what they can pro- pro- provide and protect the woman with. You know what I mean? Um, I remember, I, I, I always remembered how materialistic my, um, my kid's mother was when we were in high school together. And it used to give me a lot of anxiety because I was just like, I always used to say to myself, like, damn, if, if at any given point that I fall short, this woman's going to either leave me or cheat on me. And it used to give me a lot of anxiety and made me want to go hard uh, um, you know, uh, uh, um, to to add, to do things for her, you know what I mean, which was very very unhealthy. I was basing, I was basing my masculinity and my manhood on this woman's swaying and uh, swaying opinion of me. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I I, I kind of resent my dad for not because he was in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he was pretty much non-participative. Um, for, I I resent him for not schooling me on that. But he didn't know anything better himself. I found myself having to school him on the same circumstance with my mom. <laughs> As a grown-ass man in my 30s, I'm schooling my dad. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, hey, you know, the 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 some flowers bloom later than others. Um, I'm 40 minutes deep. Let me let me let me get to it. Uh but I think ultimately, you, you know, women don't fully understand the repercussions of their actions until later, you know. Um, and I think that's a natural thing because women, women typically don't like accountability for their actions because they, they, they've never been, you know, uh, um, they've never been held accountable for much throughout their lives. You know what I'm saying? So, they, so it's hard for them to. It, it's it's a nuance for them to c- comprehend repercussions and accountability. You know what I'm saying? And how 
what they've promoted and marketed to the surface why the men have shot for it for so long and now they're tired of it they don't it's hard for women to understand that um you know um it's easy to say men ain't shit it's easy to say uh, um your daddy ain't shit that's all we, we've heard it before it's redundant now but when do we say women ain't shit now snoop dogg said it <laughs> Snoop Dogg said it, and it was it was wholly misogynistic. But where did that come from? What what did a man see growing up to realize that bitches ain't shit? You know what I'm saying? What what, what was his, what was his experiences that made him realize that bitches ain't shit? I'll tell you a story. I I started reflecting on my childhood, and I had to like as a grown man. I think this was around like my late twenties or early thirties, maybe, and. I had to come to realize how 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 my mother kind of manipulated me and my brothers to hate my dad. And this is this this is going on and, and mind you, I came from a two-parent household. You know what I'm saying? So imagine if my dad like was was out the house. Ooh, wow. It would have been a it would have been a, a movie. You know what I'm saying? And I remember how my mother would like would argue with him you know what i'm saying and I, I had to realize that oh shit my mama got angry black woman syndrome my mama's a ratchet oh shit <laughs> like it hit me i it hit me you know what i'm saying and, and and you know um i i don't know what i don't know what what that point was for but you know like just just you know it's easy to it's easy to throw the dirt on the man and on the father because that's kind of part of manhood is, is, you know, you know, if you can celebrate your wins, you can celebrate your losses. You know what I'm saying? If you can, if you want the glory, you gotta, you gotta be able to handle the shame. Right. So, the, so, and, and those days are over with, <laughs> listen, I take my flowers. You, you ain't going to give me my flowers. Okay. I'm going to take them. I want my credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did this. I paid for that. <laughs> I bought that. I gave them that. Yeah, I, I take my credit now. I take my flowers. Anyway, um, let me. Um, so in closing, in closing, um, they mentioned in the clip in the in the video that I watched. Um, there's a lot of complaining without solutions. A lot of finger pointing. Um, but the it, this is just the start of it. You know, the start. We're, right now, the finger we're finger pointing because the, it, within the black community gender war, we're finger pointing because we're trying to find we're trying to identify the layers of the trauma. We're trying to identify the problem. We're getting to the core of it. And so the back and the forth, the back and the forth is really just, you know, uh, the ping pong, the drilling down to, OK, what's really at fault? You know what I mean, uh, um, and 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 at some point, at some point, we have uh, the black women have to say, okay, we were wrong for this, and the black men say have to say, oh, you know, the black men have been saying we're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like we we've all like I'm telling you, it's redundant. It's redundant. Yes, there are black men that ain't shit. We get it. A, a, a critical mass of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There are a lot of black men who are raised under a matriarchy who don't know how to be men. It is what it is. Um, but the women have to have to woman up and say, yes, we were wrong. And I think that's coming. I think with enough with enough uh, voices being put out there and, uh, and a, a lot of and enough of this going over the ethers and the airwaves of of what black women have gotten wrong. You know what I'm saying with the, with their decision making and the decisions that they've made for their children. I think, and then and then you know a lot of the after effects because the hoes ain't winning anymore. So that everything's coming to the surface now. The hoes ain't winning no more. You look at hoe after hoe, famous hoe after famous hoe. They're struggling right now in some way, shape, or form. They're all struggling. So the hoes ain't winning no more. So like, what did we get wrong? What did we What did we do wrong? Um. And and yeah. And because you got to you got to think, you know, a lot of these men voicing their opinion, these are men who grew up in, in an era where in the in the late 80s and early 90s, where it was considered cute for a girl to have an attitude. You know what I'm saying? I remember this coming up in school. 
And, you know, they would say, oh, that girl got an attitude, and the little boys would chase her through the schoolyard. And, you know, then we grew up in the 90s and the 2000s where it, where it was cute for a guy to be a thug. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, or, or a quote-unquote baller. You know what I'm saying? Where, where you know, dudes would sell drugs just to get girls. Like, literally. You know what I'm saying? They would sell drugs so they could have a nice car and some nice sneakers to impress girls. You know what I'm saying? And then wind up in jail. And then now their girl is on to the next. The, the girl that they was fucking is on to the next. You know? Um, so, yeah, being a thug was, was considered cool and cute. And now we adults, and we're supposed to look for a wife after we spent the last um, 30, you know, 30 to 40 years of dealing with girls who had attitudes and who only valued thugs and ballers. <laughs> now we're supposed to look for a wife? How that's going to work? <laughs> Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc we would like to thank you for tuning into prosperity ullc and continue to invest in the brand